What is going on, travelers? Welcome to episode 76 of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I am your host, Ran, and joining me once again this week is our Lore Lady of Legend, Emerald. Lore Lady of Legend, huh? Is that really what you're going to roll with? <laughs> I mean, that's what I'd like to think of. I mean, you are you are known throughout the Discord channel for, uh, for being the Lore Lady, so yeah, I think it fits. Yeah, true. Well, I was also going to go with the Resonance Lord Lady instead of the Resident Lord Lady. <laughs> oh, I said Legendary. Lord Lady of Legend. That's true. Because I just like the true works too. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll work on an official title. We'll get that thrown on to you for the, uh, for the Discord now that you've been on here a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how's your week been? It's it's been it was good this week. It was a little bit of a hectic one at work, but I got through it and I had a good time today. My birthday's actually this week, and so we had a little bit of a, a nice lunch for in celebration today. Awesome. Yeah, you were saying about that. So happy early birthday, I guess. Yeah, happy early birthday. My birthday's on Wednesday. Okay, happy early birthday. Cool. So better happy early birthday than happy belated birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, actually, when this episode goes live, it'll still be before Wednesday, so people on the Discord will still be able to wish you a happy early birthday, so that works out. Yeah. yeah you gotten up to anything crazy on uh, in Genshin this week? Anything crazy on Genshin? I would say no, not really, um, other than just the normal stuff with, like, the new event and whatnot. Yeah, well, you hammered through the Archon Quest pretty quick when it dropped, didn't you? Oh, I did. Absolutely. I, you know, I got to eat that lore. <laughs> oh, man. It's like you and I think like, I think who else I said? I think like Neku was off and like just like hammered through it and like, like all of it in like a couple of hours. I mean, just, well, no, just hit like, the beat and I it's like. Not the ex- the exploration, no, but I know it, it took me a couple days to get through at least all of the like the Archon quests and all the new world quests and stuff. Oh, man. See, I, I wish I had the time. Like, I literally just finished, uh. The part that we're going to cover today, Chapter 4, Arc 3, um, I just finished, like, this morning, like, while my kid was napping on me, because I have had, like, zero time to play. So I was, like, hustling to try and get it done. Well, you did it, so congratulations. Well, thank you, thank you. Hopefully I'll have more time to play this week and, uh, and actually get uh, get through Act 4, because I hear Act 4 is amazing. Oh, it is. It really is. I mean, other than that... I mean, my week's been pretty uneventful. Uh, I got really upset because I've been farming artifacts for Fischl. And for the longest time, I guess, like, her best set was the Thundering Fury set. So I've been farming that, like, nonstop. And I almost had, like, a perfect set for her. I was so close. And uh, I haven't been keeping up with news or artifact releases and things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, but apparently the new font... Yeah. Yeah, Golden Troops now her new best <sighs> set, which I've been I haven't really been farming that set because I was like I want to make my old Haven better, so I've been farming the Deepwood set. Okay, Deepwood Memories. Yeah, Deepwood. Um, because since oh, I'm running yeah. him solo Dendro, I hear Deepwood is his best. If you're running him solo Dendro. Oh, Deepwood is so good for like so many Dendro characters. Like if you run a mm-hmm. Dendro team, somebody has to have Deepwood. Yeah, that's the thing. And I've run a two-piece Deepwood, two-piece Gilded. But I figured hey, I should probably, you know, make it a little bit better. And I've been having some problems with the uh, the Fontaine Artifact domain. So I've just been kind of avoiding it. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, so like I started the, the, the new domain. And I tried some of my different teams. Um, but it ended up me coming down to just my old reliable team, which is... Uh, my my uh, Ito team, Ito, Goro, Zhongli, and Kuki. Yeah. Um, just because the mechanic 
enemies in there are kind of a pain in the butt. But oh, that I domain hate, has I not been nice to me. One. I hate the that oh water, my god yes that water mech. I hate I hate it so mm-hmm. much. It takes forever to get down. It just has so much hit points. No, it's not even that. It's just that it also does a lot of damage. Oh, well, see, I, I don't have a Zhongli shield, so I don't give a crap well, yeah, about this damage. Yeah, true, and I don't have a shield. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll, my, my teams annoying. either have... Oh, yeah, no, my teams all either have a dedicated healer or a dedicated shield. I ain't dealing with that damage crap. No, just dodge, uh, easy. <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, I used to. That used to be my thing. I used to know how to dodge, and then uh, then I got Zhongli, and uh, then I forgot how to dodge. Yeah, see, that's what happens. It is. This is exactly what happens. You you get you get this uh, absolutely broken shield because now I have like my Eula team has Layla, so like as soon as I go into a battle with like Layla, you know her burst and her skill right out of the gate, and then I just go through my rotation. And by the time it's time to reshield, everything's dead because Eula murders everything. But yeah, as long as I get Layla's shield up, as soon as I go into a fight, I'm pretty much good, and I've been completely spoiled. Yeah, I don't know if you saw. I actually got a good feather and flower. From the Deepwood uh, I did see. domain. Yeah. Still, uh, yeah, no, still fu- no luck on the other ones, but, you know. Well, the artifact grind never ends. Like, I tell you, so like, the true. new Golden Troop sets, I've got, like, two halfway decent official pieces, but they've been otherwise garbage because they have, a like, a one defense substat on them, and I hate them. <laughs> Sometimes so I've been farming that for her. Yeah, well, that's exactly what I'm taking what I can get right now until I get something better. But everything I get out of that, anything I don't like or something from the other set that I don't care about, I've been turning into um, Emblems with Severed Fates for Yelan, and I got a really great uh, feather for her. Yeah, I actually was, was doing like... that with my Deepwood sets that I was, my Deepwood and Gilded pieces I couldn't use. I turned them into Viridescent pieces, tried to get anything better for Kazuha. I got a good flower. Oh, so yeah, you got to. I mean, if... Yeah, no, the uh, the boxes, I'm glad that this last update, they added more strong boxes us to choose from. Like, like my uh, my Pale Flame grind for Eula went so much better once I was able to strong box them as well. But other than that, I guess that's been about pretty much it for the week. Kind of a slow news week this week. Um, only two things we're really going to cover. Uh, the first one is going to be the Dodoko's Bombastic Adventures. Uh, have you had a chance to actually play this event yet? I have, yes. It's a lot of fun. I also think it's really cute, and we get the the silly music from the um, last, or I guess this past summer event back in it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from the carnival event? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no. Nah. This it's, reminds it's, me of like, the old school, like the Bomberman games from like Super Nintendo yeah. and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. It's, 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 it was a really cute little event. I really like it. Yeah, I mean, all these events are very, very easy. Like, if you're looking for something like a like a complicated mini game, you're not going to get it. But it is something different. And I do think it's fun. I also like the um, what what is it? The uh, the story behind it. Pretty much, they needed to find something for Klee to do. Yeah. Because she like what what happens? Like she blew up some fish. No, yeah, she was going fish in Cider Lake, and found fish from Sumeru in the lake, and then it was then it was like oh. Well, that's not good. We gotta go check this out and also keep Klee occupied so she doesn't do more ecological damage. Yeah, but Albedo's like busy in Dragon Spine. Uh, was it Kaya's like overseas? Kaya's on a business trip, whatever that means. Yeah, sure. So it all came down to Lisa, and Lisa made this like board game for her to keep her occupied. 
Yeah. And she's also getting food catered straight from Good Hunter tours. Like, Clee, go play your board game. We're going to bring food and stuff to you. Just don't go anywhere and get into trouble. Like, no, Clee's got it made. You're also going to have the traveler babysit you, so. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, never mind that, you know, we're busy trying to keep a a nation from, from, like, dissolving into water. But no, we're cool. We, we we, We can take care of the Spark Knight as well, I guess. We can take a little break. They'll be fine. Yeah, yeah it'd be all right. Everybody needs a little bit of breather. Um, but no, like the game is, is is really simple. It's really cute. It's fun. Like I said, the music, any of the Fontaine music, especially that carnival stuff, is always a lot of fun, especially for mini games. So I'm glad to hear that come back. The only other set of piece of news, I mean, it's not even really news, but uh, the Genshin Impact Twitter is currently releasing the web event, Dream of Roving Stars, where they have a bunch of wallpapers they're releasing for like your cell phones and stuff. Um, they have some really nice arts that are featuring all the different characters. Yeah, I've downloaded a couple of them. Yeah, I think they've released like two or three sets now. It's like four in each one. They the first set's got Venti, Zhongli, uh, Raiden Shogun, and Nahida. And I'm not sure what the other set was, but no, the they've other oh yeah, set there's well, uh, Hutao. Like had a bunch of um like Liyue and Monstag characters and Inazuma characters. Yeah, yeah. Well, they got some from uh, Inaz. Yeah, so uh, there's Child. Kazuha, there was a child uh, one. Ayat- I missed that one. Uh, yeah, so the, I guess child one just came out. But it's like he's like coming out of the spiral a bit. So that's kind of like a neat one. Yeah. Um, Ayato and Ayaka share one, and then there's Hutao. So that is uh, set number three. So yeah, they've released three sets. So there should be twelve wallpapers out right now for you to for you to go and look. But hey, you're a child man, so you better go get that child one. I know. I'm doing that as we speak, actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm getting that Alhatha one. Oh yeah, uh, I might get the uh, the Eula one. Um, I do like the little chibi ones. We'll see all that. We'll see uh, if she can manage to make it up to all. Because I got a couple Genshin wallpapers I use already. Well, they're not really wallpapers. They're just pictures that I cropped to be wallpapers. But it's fine. I mean, if you want in-game screenshots to use as wallpapers, then you, I got you. I thought about doing. So- I know I've seen a lot of shots you guys have done. Um, I thought about doing some of those, but I just find just nice artworks that I like. And you know, I'm a waifu warrior, so it's always cycled through like Kuki or Dea and Eula a little bit. And I think that's pretty much been about it. Uh, I, I am a very simple man. Uh, but yeah, that is, I mean, that's pretty much it for the news. It's been a real slow uh, news week, which is good because they just released, you know, the Archon Quest. or letting people get through that without flooding us with stuff. Um, I feel like last week was really big on news. So, no, nah, this is actually real quick and easy. I mean, heck, we are only like 10 minutes into the episode, and we are already through what news there is, which, I mean, a lot of people tend to not like the news part anyway, because they already tend to know everything. Yeah, but it's still nice to go over it and at least hear people's thoughts on it. Yeah, I mean, you can still go through and just kind of get a review, but, I mean, the only thing that I can really see is go and play the Dota Code's Bombastic Adventuring game. Um, Every episode is good for like, or every episode, every chapter or level is good for like 70 Primo Gems and a bunch of materials. So you can't really argue with that. But all these events are really super easy. And by this time, you should have finished getting all your uh, anniversary login things for the uh, third anniversary. So Yeah, and all the, uh, um, and the daily login stuff too. Yep, yep, yep. But uh, I've been trying to save. I threw, I had, I built up enough currency to do another tin pull for uh, Nouvellet today. And I just got my C6 uh, Jingcho. So Jingcho's done. And then I think I got like another... Favonius Warbow or something. Nice, but, nice. I think, yeah, I, unfortunately, I'm going to hold off. I think I want to go for Risley. 
Oh, for us, yeah. I've I've seen a yeah. lot of people think they're going to try and go for him, especially after uh, playing through Archon Quest uh, Act Four. A lot of people seem to be like, yeah, we're we're going to go for Rosalie. Yeah, and you know, also, I I really like his English voice actor, so. <laughs> It's not what I expected. It is 100% not what I expected. I expected him to be more rough and gruff. And, he's just kind of chill. he absolutely wasn't. <laughs> he is. He, he's really chill. That's what he told when he first showed up. And we'll talk about that. But I was like, man, uh, it, it really caught me off guard. But, uh, but no, he, he's really good. So I'm not sure if I'm going to throw any at him because I'm at like 65 pity. I might throw some. I'm at 65 gonna... pity as well. And yeah, and I'm it's like, my guaranteed. Oh, not mine. Oh, man. Yeah, I lost my 50-50 to C2 Diluc on Nouvellet, which I don't think I've touched Diluc since I got Dea. Nothing against Diluc. He's fine. It's just... So, I'm not sure if I'm going to go for Rossley if I'm going to save up and wait for Farina. And I also still don't know how far out Navia is, uh, because I will 100% do whatever it takes to bring Navia home. Oh, absolutely. I think after yeah. after Risley, and maybe I'll try for Farina, I'm going to wait for Clorand. Oh, uh, Clorand? I just don't know if I see Cloran being a five star. I think really? she's gonna be a four. You really think she's gonna be a four star? I I really do. I honestly because she's she's just got these these like big time like Cujo Sara vibes. Like Cujo Sara was a complete badass as well, but she was just like Raiden's right hand man, and that just feels like what Clorinde is to Nouvellette. I don't know. So I, <laughs> I, I, I assume I assume she's gonna be a four star, but we'll see. Do you think she's gonna be five star material? I think she's gonna be a five star. But we gotta have more new, more new four stars, right? I know we gotta have new four stars, but I do also. I just, I, I just don't see four star when I look at her. Hmm. I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. But I guess for four stars, we did get Lynette and Fremine. Like Fremine's also a four star, isn't he? Yeah, Fremine. Uh, Lynette, and I believe, I think this was confirmed, Charlotte is a four-star? Oh, yeah, Charlotte's 1,000% a four-star. There's no way that Charlotte's a five-star. Like, I like Charlotte. She's nice. She's cute, but that is 100% not five-star material. But, yeah, so she'll be our cryo four. I feel like we're getting a lot of cryo four-stars, but that's okay. I so, you could say uh, cry- cryo's yeah. a pretty cool element, so I'm not going to complain here. <laughs> It is. It is. I mean, we. I've got. Like I said, I'm running Cryo as my main overall team now with my Eula team with Eula, Rosario, Rosario, Rosaria, Layla, and uh, and now Fischl. And my Cryo team's been a lot of fun. Uh, you're but just I gonna completely ignore my joke. Thank you. Which what's that? I said you're just. Oh no! Completely I, ignore my joke. Oh no! No no! I caught it, but that's low hanging fruit. That's a decimal level joke. See, look and look, we're best friends. What do you expect? <laughs> Oh, and we absolutely and you know Desmond was real happy like he said he was waiting the entire episode last time for us to take a jab at him and we didn't so there there's a there's a little poke at Desmond that, that was a go. that was a low-hanging fruit Desmond dad level yeah that's a dad joke level pun so there you go there's our daily Desmond so we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> wrap it up with that <laughs> and, uh, and we'll take our little break uh, when we come back we are going to dive into the Archon Quest chapter four act three uh, so any listeners, if you have not had a chance to make it into the Fortress of Meripede yet, uh, it might be a good idea to skip the discussion. But if not, then we'll be back and you can enjoy the show.
And we are back. So a nice little short break. Uh, so version 4.1, Archon Quest Act 4, Chapter 3, uh, following the trial. Uh, you got and that after sen- What's that? It's it's Chapter 4, Act 3. I thought... Is that not is that not what I said? I thought you said it the other way around. I thought you said Act Act Four Chapter Three. I don't know. I one hundred percent might have. You might have. Look, I don't know. Look, look, man, it's it's been a long weekend. I'm tired. No, I'm just I'm just no. I'm going through this right now. No, me too. It's fine. I was like, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe I did say. It. I know I've been saying it backwards like nonstop, but uh, because Chapter just feel like it should, like, it should be like. Act and then chapter in my head, but maybe that's because it's like alphabetical. But I don't know. Uh, this is not my forte. But uh, so Archon Quest Chapter Four Act Three, uh, following the previous Archon Quest, when Child got sent to the Forces of Merope after being found guilty of a crime that you know we actually found out he did not commit. Uh, like sounds like we are going in after him. Uh, starting off, we go and we get a summons to go meet up with uh, Monsieur Nouvellet to kind of help investigate this. Because I guess Child being arrested and being a harbinger and being sent to the fortress. Uh, yeah, that's, that's despite... not necessarily a good look for Fontaine. No, no, especially when they're trying to maintain, like, you know, at least, you know, decent political yeah. relations with Shneznaya. Yeah, getting, arresting a harbinger is kind of just the one thing you shouldn't do. <laughs> yeah, so I guess word got back to them, like, fast, because, like, Arlachino was, like, on that mess, like, in a hurry. Yeah, I think I think maybe she was, like, already there, you know, considering you we've got the um the twins in Fremine. That wouldn't surprise me, also, because we learn, I don't know if we know this by now, or through her character information or trailers, that she's actively like working towards trying to find a solution to the Fontaine prophecy as well. Yes, yes. Because isn't she is from Fontaine? Yes, yes. We yes. learned that as well. That's right. Yes, yeah, so she's pretty much like in this like trial. So like, even though the Fatu are going to have some kind of ulterior motive, she is also trying to like pretty much save like I guess what she would say like is her home. I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean that, that that's cool to me, and I, of course we got you know Lenny and Lynette and all the children uh, from the House of the Hearth. Uh, Fremenate. Um, so yeah, child being sent to prison, uh, being a harbinger is uh, is pretty much bad hoodoo. And Arlecchino makes that very apparent when she has that meeting with Nuvalet. Which what did you think? What did you think about Fiorina's thing when um oh, when I when, loved it when she's got to get ready to have a meeting with Arlecchino to try and like soothe diplomatic relations and she's like and Nuvalet's like, like oh yeah well you'll do fine. Uh, I'm not going. I can't do this by myself. (laughs) Oh my gosh, she completely lost her crap. Me too, girl. (laughs) It was so. I will say, I have absolutely loved Farina's English voice actor. I haven't played it through Japanese or Chinese. Oh, Farina's great. Yeah, no, her English VA has like nailed it. Like those notes, that whole interaction. Oh, it was so good. Um, but yeah, it's like Nuvalet is like it's like her caretaker. Like he has to like do like everything for her because she's just not about it like at all. Yeah. But uh, I yeah no, I love that whole that whole interaction between them. You, so seeing you know, uh, you have to go with me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like you have to be there. It's like I can't do this alone. Like she's like legit, like f- like he, scared. And he's just like 
dealing with matters outside of the court is not my cup of tea. You got this. Yeah, he's like, you think way too highly of me. She's like, it doesn't matter, you're coming. He's like, fine. <laughs> but oh, I did gosh. like that little cutscene where they're having their meeting. Um, because always, you know, like brings like this, like like this, like cake that she got, and that's the one thing I saw in this one. She offers these like cakes. I like, guess like Farina really likes sweets, and so they all have this like this like cake, and they have their little tea party. And Alicino is basically grilling them like, hey, you know, what's going on? I need information. And Nublet's doing like his best to be like, you know, the, the Meripede works on its own things outside of here, but know everything that can be done is being done. We're going to find out. And Alicino's like, no, you have to find out. Like, know for sure what's going on. And Nublet makes the propositions like, well, if I send somebody to find out what's going on and report back to me, will that work? And Alicino is like, I guess that will have to do. Yeah. But then, yeah. you know, as we find out, she also sent her own people. Oh, I mean, absolutely. The Fatui are 1,000% going to send their own people in there. But the thing that I liked is that, so we meet up and Nublet's like, hey, I need you to do me a solid. It's like, Nuvel's like, I really need you to go into the fortress under the pretense of being arrested for a short amount of time and investigate and find out what's going on. And just to check on child, make sure he's doing okay, you know, make sure everything's on the up and up, and then we'll, we'll report back. And we're like, okay, that's fine. Um, but did you catch of why we were arrested? Yes, I did. I thought it was hilarious because I was sitting here thinking of like before we found out. I was thinking, I was like, hmm, what if we're just gonna like get arrested for some crime that's like probably like you know a crime we regularly commit in the game, you know, like trespassing. But no, it's eating a cake that was for the Hydro Archon, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> that's infinitely funnier. And the I was thing like, I loved about I was that. Like, I oh was my! Like, I was like. Nervalet has a sense of humor. Oh, he 1,000% does because he totally set that up because we went to his office and he's like, like, hey, since you're here, would you like to take this cake with you? I don't like sweets. But that was the cake that Arlecchino brought to them for the tea party. Yeah. And then then he intentionally gave it to us. I'm like, oh, dude just like secondhand gifted us a cake. Like, what the hell? Like, rude? And I didn't think anything of it, but then when I was like, "Yeah, you're arrested for eating a cake intended for the for the Hydro Archon," I was like, "Dude, like, pretty much set us up like hard." Yes, yeah, man, he's got a sense of humor. Oh man, when when when, when the charges were read, I about lost my mind. It was so funny because he's was, like, he gave us the cake. He gave us the cake, and then he was like, "Psych your mind." Mm-hmm. That's what you're being arrested for. So we we uh, we eat the cake. That was for Fiorina that Nuvolet gave to us. And that is our excuse for going to prison. So we go down there. And our first interactions with anybody in the Force of America is pretty much exactly what I expected. Everybody is very grumpy, very miserable. It's like, oh, I got to show the new guys around. It's like, oh, geez, wow, welcome to the fortress. Must be, you know, it's going to really suck. Yeah, that sunshine that you've been out to all this time, isn't it? Hmm. I was like, okay, well, this is pretty much how I expected people in the prison to be. Yeah, pretty much. But then we round the corner, and we're approached by a bunch of Gardamex, and oh, Rossley yeah, is right. with them. No, but, like, the way that I was, like, fangirling hard over Rice, was, it was a little embarrassing. Uh, when I saw him, I was like, oh, man, dude's coming over here. He's going to, like, he's going to, like, lay down the law. I mean, he's going to, like, he's going to put it down. It's like, it's like, I don't care if you think you're special. I don't care who you are. This is my prison. This is how it's going to be. 
and that is like, not what happened. And he was like, yo, what's up? Oh my god, he was so nice. Yeah. I was like, he's yeah. like, hey, you're you're friends with the judge. Me and New Valletta are on kind of a first name basis, so I thought I'd come and give you the personal tour myself. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Broches was like, friend of a friend. Yeah, we're cool. <laughs> and it's like, it's like I expected Ross to be like, no, this rough and gruff and kind of like, you know, this like you know brawler kind of type and. Nicest dude in the world. He's like, yeah, I, I kind of lead things down here, but it's just a formal title. I just help keep the, you know, keep all the gears in line. So come yeah, on, yeah, let yeah. me show you around the place. I'm like, bro, this this is is this a resort or a prison? It's like, what is going on? He's just vibing, man. <laughs> yeah. So Rossley gives us the tour, shows us around. We we go and we see uh, we see the coupon cafeteria. Uh, we learn how the credit coupons work, and especially the guy that actually gave us that brought us down. Uh, we we were nice to him, we, and like Ross is like, "Hey, how did this guy? Was it Deacon? I think it was." Yeah, his name. yeah, yeah. And he was like, like, "How did this guy treat you?" And he was like, "Oh, I, I said, yeah, he did a good job." And then Ross yeah, so did I. Here you go, bro. You have some extra yeah, coupons. I was, I was like, "Nah, man, Deacon was all. You know, Deacon was kind of a dick, but." He, he wasn't, like, super out. nice. Yeah, I was like, no, nah, man, Deacon was always just, man, he was super cool and helpful. And Ross was like, oh, that's good to hear. Here you go, Deacon. Keep up the good work. And Deacon's like, wow, that's great. So now Deacon's our buddy. Yeah. Because Deacon got, like, a bunch of extra coupons added it. So we get the tour of the coupon cafeteria. Uh, we see the production floor. And we see the pancreation ring. Does he, I think we get the tour where we see um, uh, Sigling. And the infirmary? Yeah, Seedwing. Seedwing. I love how um, Paiwan says her name. Yeah, uh, I, you're going to have to listen to me mispronounce her name every time she comes up. True. So how do you say it? Seedwing? Seedwing. Seedwing. Seedwing, Seedwing, Seedwing. Okay, cool. I think I can get that down. Mm-hmm. Um, so we meet her. So she's like the head nurse slash only nurse in the fortress. So she's in charge of like the well-being of all the prisoners if anybody gets sick or injured or anything. What else was there? The production floor, the infirmary, the pancreation ring. Where you can go in and pretty much, you know, duke it out or bet on people that are boxing and fighting to try and get extra credit coupons. So pretty much, you know, sports betting, I guess. Um, other than that, there was like, you know, every day you can go in and you can work uh, at the production floor to get your daily coupons and your and your uh, your welfare meal. But apparently, if you have extra coupons, you can, like, pay off to skip work? Yeah, pretty much. Like, if you have enough, you could just be like, oh, just pay over, like, what was, like, 400, 300 skip work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that, that'd be, I mean, that's kind of cool. You can, like, earn your way, like, and otherwise, like, if you just, like, are really good at gambling, you can just do that and never have to work at all. You got that. But also, um, the, what did you think about the coupon cafeteria thing, the way they do their meals? I thought that was really interesting. I, I didn't really know what I was expecting with that. But it is. Yeah. yeah but, I, I don't know, really know what I was expecting with that. But it was kind of interesting how it's like, oh, like some of it was really good. Some of it's not so good. And it's like, well, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's literally, this really just food gotcha is what it is. Yeah. I was like, yeah. hey. And I think, was it, was it in Roth that said he like pulled some strings to get us like the super special lucky meal? Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he's like, yeah, well, this is your first meal, so I pulled some strings. But I guess that's like that's not even the thing of the fortress. That's just the thing that the chef himself does. So he just does it like, yeah, today you might get lucky, or you might get crap, or you might get something that's just okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
But during this uh, holding, so we actually the see... the way the cookies crumbles. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, just hope that your luck holds up. Like, if my gacha luck was anything like my coupon cafeteria luck, then I would be in garbage all the time. So He's during our... get some good eventually. Yeah, I mean, every now and then you'll get lucky. But during our, our tour, we also see Lenny in the background. No, how about legit? I saw Lenny and I was like... What is he doing here? Oh, <laughs> I, and like, I like that when you. Now? I like when you look at him, you're like, and Paimon's like, "Oh, hey!" And he just like he just silently looks at you and just shakes his head and just keeps on moving. And he's like, "Yeah, don't don't talk to me right now, not now, not now." But we run into him later, and I thought that exchange was really funny because Paimon's like, "We just busted our butt to keep you out of prison, and here you are anyway." It's like, what'd you do? What did you do? And why didn't you contact us? Oh God, do you remember why they got arrested? Didn't he, like, make a crap? No, no, I sorry, I remember. Lenny did a, a magic show in the streets and then made, like, several people's wallets disappear. Yeah. Yeah, and, but he's like, yeah, that's, oh. that's what happened. Yeah, it's like, oh, so he stole their wallets? Like, no, nah, like they'll find them eventually. They're actually in, was it, in the, um. They put it, in, they put it like, in, like, a filing cabinet or something. Yeah, like, they'll find it eventually and then they'll all be good. So he, like, didn't even steal anything. He just found an excuse to get to get arrested because like you said Arlachino was sending in her own people to investigate the child situation and it turns out it was Lenny and Lynette and Fremenet. Mm-hmm. and also was like oh yeah also like several of our people have already gone missing oh yeah they already had people that were um that were planted to like keep an eye on things inside the fortress and like show like how things were working and what was going on um but I guess Rosley like had them all removed is that what did he had them removed or were they just did they just straight up just go missing? I think it was that they went missing, but I could be misremembering. But I think yeah. that that sounds right. They just went missing. Okay, yeah, I'm having. Can remember that was brought up like they had a bunch of people and that were already planted and then they were just like gone. So apparently, Lenny is also looking into the child situation. Now we're looking at the child situation, but during this whole thing, we learn about these uh, these rules. That are that go on within the hidden the, for, rules. The, the hidden, not the not just the regular rules, but the hidden rules as well. Uh, some strange going on inside the fortress. I thought this was really silly. I I thought it added to me that it added a layer of intrigue surrounding the fortress of Meripede. I know? think it, at least until I, we find until until we found out what the rules were actually were. Like, yeah, I thought it was still a really interesting like concept of these like you know hidden and unspoken rules. Well, I think it's because like they're so like tucked away from regular society. Like they have all these like urban legends that go around. Yeah, and just like the things they're, that like, happen. They're, they're pretty much like their own civilization. Yeah, exactly. They're so cut off from the rest of the world. But I like that. So we'll cover like what we did. So. We said we're going to find out, like, what's going on with that. We're going to experiment, see if, like, maybe these hidden rules have anything to do with what's happening with Child. Because Child's missing. We don't know where Child is. We decided to go out and we're going to experiment with these and find out what's going on. And I guess we'll start, like, which one did you do first? Because there was the one with the pancreation you ring. Could do them, you could do them in any order? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you could be like, oh, I what are we going to you could do them in any order. Yeah, so you'll talk to Because I, I did the... Because I did the... What did I do? I did the because I did the um, I did the one with the machine one first because I really like that mechanic. Oh, see, I did I that one like, last. I did that one first, and then I did the Pankerton ring one. So you had to do the the machine one first, where you actually had to do the mechanic. But the part yeah. later on where you go and you have to work three time three days in a row. Yeah, 
I did that first. Yeah, I did that last. I didn't realize. No, I did that first, and okay. then I did the ring. Gotcha. So, okay, well, we'll start with that then. So the first of the hidden rules is like, even though you're supposed to work in the on the production floor, you're not supposed to work three days in a row. Like, you're supposed to have a day of rest. So, because if you I work... I thought it was three days straight. Oh, like, three days, yeah, three days non-stop. straight. Yeah, non-rest. Like, yeah. you, you basically, you, you eat, and then you work, and that's pretty much like it. So... The hidden rule is, like, if you do work for three days straight on the production floor, something strange will happen to you at the coupon cafeteria. Like something bad will happen to you after the third day. Yeah. Yeah. So we go and we work three days straight on the on the floor. And I did like the like the goofy little cuts. And like, you go and you work and everything's going really fast. And you walk by and the guard just, like, nods his head. Like, yeah, they're good workers. They're doing a good job. And then, and then it, like, like, progressively yeah, gets worse. Yeah, like, the second day you walk by, he's like, okay, I mean, all right. And then, like, the third day you walk by, you're, like, slogging. Like, Paimon's, like, barely floating. And dude's just, like, shaking his head like, man, what is wrong with him? Yeah. But then you find out, that, hey, it's the third day. Let's go see what happens. And you go to the coupon cafeteria and you get your meal. It's made and, with that freaking, like, mystery meat, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's like like purple mystery meat is slopped inside. And Paimon's like, what is this? And even you're like, um, well, I mean, they did say some people went missing. And Paimon's like, yeah, shut up. Please don't, don't say it out loud. Like, I know what you're thinking, but don't Paimon's say it. Paimon's like, uh, no, <laughs> no, no. So, yeah, so that, then we, like, uh, the cook comes out like, hey, man. It's like, you think there's something weird about our meal? He's like, nah, man, looks good. Better eat up. See ya. And he just like ducks out. He like doesn't even look at like no. Yeah, he knows what's going. on. It's like yeah, you broke one of the hidden rules, didn't you? Uh, so we got to we get that. And then the second one of the hidden rules was uh, the pancreation ring. ring. That, that was yeah. the ring you couldn't bet on both. Yeah. Fighters. So in the pancreation ring, you go in there and you get through the mechanic where you can try to earn some coupons by beating up some dummies and by doing a little puzzle. But they won't let you take part because they know you're too strong. But they say, but if you want to yeah. earn some coupons, you can bet 300 coupons on a boxer. And then if they win, you get some extra coupons. And if you lose, you lose. Yeah, yeah. But there's a hidden like, But some people thought they could cheat the system by betting on both boxers. But if you do that, then something bad will happen to you. Yeah, something bad will happen. So we're like, okay, well, we're going to bet on both boxers. Dude's like, are you stupid? I just told you not to do this, and you're just going to do it anyway? We're like, yep. Yep. We're betting so, on both fighters. What are you yep. going to do? Nothing. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. Here's the coupons. Yeah. Yeah. Dude's like, whatever, man. It's your funeral. Like, he doesn't even care. He's like, look, man. All right. Whatever. So we do that. We go to sleep. And then we get a package delivered to us. Mm-hmm. And we get to open up our package, and it is a quart bottle of a mysterious red liquid. Yeah, I immediately knew what it was. Uh, so, yeah, so bottle we're also like... Liquid. Mm-hmm. I was well, like, huh, yay! Well, people are going missing, and we had mystery meat, and then we got mysterious red liquid. So every time we break a rule, we get what seems like people. Yeah. So... Or, you know, just threatening things overall and so we do that delicious oh yeah you get some red liquid to wash down your purple mystery meat with oh yeah absolutely uh, so we did that and what was, yeah and what was the third hidden rule i'm trying to remember off the top of my head was the, the was that the stuff that had to do with the cleaning with the pipes 
There was, was that the, the third one? I don't think that was a hidden rule, but that was something they were saying that they were, there were rumors. Uh, because if you go out, if you stay up late at night, you'll hear on cleaning days where they clean the pipes of the fortress to keep it running, essentially. It's like you hear these sounds clanging around, and the rumor is that it's cannibals that are making all this noise. And Paimon thinks like that's what plays into like the mystery meat and the mysterious red liquid. And she kind of starts freaking out about it. Yeah. Yeah, and Which, so, I mean, it's very understandable. Mm-hmm. And so we we didn't talk about this earlier, but we were like, okay, well, we'll try and stay and see what's going on. We'll stay up late at night, and we'll try to find out okay. what's going on. And so we go back to the dorm, yeah. like, okay, we're going to stay up. I believe that was it, though. There was the, that was the two hidden rules, and then there was the cannibal rumor. Yeah. And so we go and sit down, and we, we said, we're going to stay up all night. And then we, like, immediately doze off and fall asleep. But what happens... Is that we have a vision. Mm-hmm. Thanks we ha- to a vision. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Child's vision gives us a vision. We have this dream. We see child like sneaking around. And then he like sneaks into this like open like kind of like an overgrown pipe where he's meeting these three people. And Which it seems- actually, believe it or not, you talk to those three before that cutscene too. Oh, we do. That's right. But they're like, hey, don't talk to me. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. There's, there's nothing going on. Why are you talking to me? Go away. Like, they just... Yeah, because we uh, before we get to this, and I feel like I'm jumping around because I'm having trouble remembering these in chronological order. Is that we no, also found some good, information you're in a good about? Pace. You just, yeah, you just skipped over a whole bunch. But yeah, it's fine. I did um, because we did a lot of investigating as far as the hidden rules things go, and we found out that like the other day, like when we had our our mystery our meat meal, right? Like, we find out that one of the guys had, like, sprained his wrist or something. And he went to the infirmary, but Siegewing was missing. He's like, yeah, I went there, like, half an hour before lunch, but she wasn't there. But she's always there. Like, that's just where she is all yeah, the time. but she's never there during lunch. Yeah, so, like, but, like, half an hour before lunch, like, she was missing. And we're like, okay, so half an hour before the time that we got our mystery meal... Siegewing was missing from the infirmary. That's weird. And then sure the is. other Yeah. And then the other things that we invested we after digging around trying to ask talk to people and bring up clues is that we find out that the pancreation ring is like has trouble like keeping itself running and doing what it wants to do. So it's actively sponsored by the people that make Fanta, like the like the the, the Fontaine drink that you can buy. Yeah. Which I've I've bought like twenty <laughs> bottles of it. I'm not sure what it's for. I think it's in like some recipes or something. But I think it's just like in my inventory. But you can just buy it at the store. So you find out that Font actually sponsors the uh the, the pancreation ring, like the boxers and the fighters. So we've got Siegewing who has some kind of ties into the mystery meat of the coupon cafeteria. And then the makers of Fanta have some kind of tie-in with the mysterious red drink that we got after the pancreation ring hidden rule. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so I'm glad we got to cycle back on that because, yeah, you're like, I jumped around a little bit and we had to go back and kind of cycle back into it. Yeah. Okay, so now back to our – this is the – at this point, this is the second vision with second child vision. This is. The, the first child vision, do we have – no, we had it on this one, didn't we? Yes, yeah, we had the first one. That was, like, when you were figuring out, like, the pancreatine ring stuff. Because you were like, oh, yeah, child's a fighter. You probably spent a lot of time in there. 
We that's check that right. Out. Yeah, that's right. Now, because we talked to them and said, yeah, as you would think, that child went in there and by pretty much beat the crap out of everybody. Yeah. I don't remember much about the first vision, though. I remember the second one because I just saw it today. Now, I remember the first one. Tell me about yeah. the first one. Can you refresh my memory? I, the first one I remember, that was when we for, we were kind of, we kind of dozed off and then we had the vision and then immediately, bam, we have like child's burn, like child's memories of him kind of just roaming around the fortress and then finding the ring and going in there. And that okay. was basically it. <laughs> oh, okay, easy enough. Yeah, so now when we're getting ready... We're going to stay up. We're going to try and find out the source of the sounds of the mysterious cannibals or whatever in the pipes. We have our second vision where Child's vision, like, appears before us. Then we see him, like, sneaking around. And like, so he runs into those three guys inside this overgrown pipe. And then he they point in a direction. And he, like, he says, I hear something calling me. And I then he just, go. I have to go. Yeah. And then he runs off. And they're like, what? So... Yeah. When we wake up, Paimon's like, With hey. With the accompanying whale noises. Yeah, exactly. And then Paimon's like, hey, you dozed off. You know, I thought we were staying up. You're like, yeah, I had another child vision. And then you tell her what happened. Like, okay, well, let's go see what's going on. And so you have to sneak. So you had to sneak through the fortress without the guards seeing you. Do you want to know this what's was... funny about that? Hmm. I... You could go that way, but I decided to go the long way around to get around the guards. I you... missed, while well, going the long way around, mm-hmm. I missed the door and ended up back at the dormitories. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Oh, you just went full loop all the way around. I went full loop all the way around because there's only like the couple, the guards are only placed in that area in between the dorm and the, um, the pipe. Oh entrance in that short span. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, I'll just walk all the way around instead of having to deal with that and ended up missing a, missing the door. And so I had went back and did this normal route. I was like, I, I was like, that was embarrassing. You like Scooby-Dooed it. You just went full circle until like the level like looped back in on itself. Yeah. So I was, I, like, would... I was like, I was like, I'm a genius. And then I was like, I'm back where I started. Yeah, you, you were literally like, I am so smart. And then you're like, oh, no. And you're, like, you're pretty much like that meme. Like, I am I am a genius. And then, no. I'm a genius. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, no. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> uh, I actually just didn't mind. I hit the little quest guide thing where you get the little sparkly golden trail for you to follow. Mm-hmm. And I literally just followed that. And none of the guards saw me. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, one of those sneaking missions. Like, you remember when we had to sneak through the Mondstadt? Oh, those sneaking missions? Yeah. Yeah, I expected us to get at least one of those in the fortress section, and we didn't. Yeah, I, w- I really expected it to be one of those, and it just was. It was like, hey, just follow this. Just don't let the guards see you. And he, like, when you get to him, he just straight up turns his back to you and walks off. I'm like, I mean, all right, I guess. And so you run up, and you find those three guys, and they pretty much are... They're working with child. It's like what they call. I think they call child boss. Yeah, they like respected the hell out of him. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because I guess he like you know beat the tar to everyone in the pancreation ring and pretty much like yeah, even we know that now. And here in the fortress, might makes right, and he's the strongest, so he's yeah. But yeah, they're like yeah, so we did that. But he actually instead of going up, he went down this pipe, but now it's full of water. But the whole the only reason that they even tell us that because that's no good. <laughs> yeah, but the whole reason, like, first when they say it's like, "Hey, what are you doing here? Just go on," you know, like, you don't need to be here. And like, we're here about Charles. Like, oh, what do you know about that? It's like, how do you know his name? And then you tell them, it's like, 
we're like his buddies. Yeah, yeah we're we his friends. Him. And they're like, yeah, we're not sure we believe you. But then you say the phrase, the same thing. It's like, I heard someone calling me. And that's what brings, because you say the same that he told them. And they're like, oh, wow, okay, yeah, so I guess I guess we'll tell you what's happening. Um, so now the path that child took is now filled up with water. And the guy's like, yeah, we're not going down there. So either you need to be really, really good at diving or find somebody that is. And that's pretty much where it ends. Yep, that's it. That, that that's chapter three. It's pretty much go to that's the fortress. Act three. Yeah, act three. It, the it's sneak into the go. You get arrested. You go to the prison. You break some rules. You uncover a couple little weird urban legend mysteries inside the fortress. Oh yeah, and about those <laughs> urban mysteries, they were all started by child. Were they really? Yes, they were. They I, said that they were I, all started by child. The the three guys said that they that they were the guys that helped child. So come up I, with all of them. I don't. I can't remember if they said that he started that. I know that he started the um, the one about the, cannibal the cannibals one. and stuff. Yeah, because they were I'm trying to find sure a way to escape. He started the other ones as well. Uh, I the don't, cannibal one I know for sure, but it might have been the other two as well. I don't think he did because I have seen some like some of the streamers I've been watching, so I kind of know like some of what happens later on and the the revelation of these mysteries. And yeah. remembering that, I don't think Child plays into that. I would have to revisit it I, I do at least remember he had a hand in them okay i know 100 percent he took part in the cannibal because they, they said they were starting the noises to as like cover for what they to were doing for him, yeah yeah and so that but now they still keep it up that way just trying to like well we don't know where he is but we don't want people sneaking around so we keep up the charade or the charade or however you want yeah. to say it but yeah still like he had a hand in at least that yeah and i feel like I don't know. Maybe I am misremembering, but like I definitely remember him being involved with at least the cannibal one. Yeah, no, the cannibal one thousand percent. But yeah, I'll, I'll have, which I, doesn't surprise me. No, not in at all. The slightest. Yeah, but now I'm gonna have to play through the uh, the act four myself because like I said I've seen some like streamer stuff like on and off at work while I'm working. I put on streamers in the background. But if I can play through it myself, I'll be able to get a better grasp of it, which I want to do before next week for the next episode. But X3, I mean, what was your overall impression of it? What did you think? I I really liked it. And like I said last episode, I thought it was going to drag on longer than it did. I mean, not like it really dragged. I just thought it was going to drag because, you know, you're in the prison. I will. <laughs> but it actually went pretty quickly or at least quicker than i expected i will say that as well uh when i went into it i thought it was gonna go a lot longer even though i didn't have a whole lot of time to play uh play actually play the game by the time i was done with that i was like that was actually really quick for an archon quest like really quick but i did feel like there was a lot of tedium like all the up and down with the elevators from the top of the of the fortress down to the bottom back to the middle to the to the production floor to the cafeteria back and forth back and forth that got old kind of quick for me i did i felt like i had some difficulty navigating the fortress i didn't have difficulty but it felt like anytime you need to get to the right elevator if you need to go up or down if you need to get to that specific elevator you and had to run like points, it, you always had to run like across the entire freaking map yeah the waypoints are in a difficult position and then for like for pretty much almost the like near entirety of that archon quest i didn't have the map like, I just went straight into it. I didn't unlock the statues in the seven first. Ew, gross. So, 
Yeah, I just went right into the Archon quest. Oh, no. I didn't even think about unlocking the statues. And then I was like, this. And I was playing it, trying to do the thing. And I had to try and remember in my oh, head where no. the different waypoints was. Which, eventually, I got it. But it was still annoying. And that I didn't sounds have the map. I was awful. Just, it, it, it sucked a little bit. But you live and learn, I guess. Oh, I yeah, just wanted to get through the Archon quest. No, the first thing I do is whenever a new area comes I, I unlock all the waypoints and statues because I know that throughout the Archon quest and even just later on, I'm going to want them waypoints. So, oh, man, I could not imagine trying to do the whole of Act 3 inside the fortress with, like... I pretty much did the entirety of Act 3 in the fortress without the statue of the seven. Oh my god i you know what i salute you for your effort and for the work you had to, the extra work you had to put in there even though if it was your own fault uh because yeah absolutely oh my god no yeah that sounds that sounds I terrible don't remember if i went through the entirety of act four without the statue but i know i went through act three so i might have also went through the entirety of act four as well oh my god woman go get your waypoints jesus I have them all already. <laughs> oh, I just man. did it, you know, after I did the Archon I think you caused me physical pain just imagining that. Oh. So that is going to be the entirety of Chapter 4, Act 3, uh, which some of us had a harder time dealing with than others. I, I had a good time. <laughs> yeah, it was it, it was all right. I'm I am impressed with uh, with Rossley. I want to see how he how he turns out in Chapter 4. I hear he gets really really good. Everything involving, you know, Farina, Nuvalet, Arlachino has been great so far. I know there's going to be more involving them. And I'm hoping that the more content that we have inside the Fortress will be a little more active. Because this felt like a lot of just running around and unlocking dialogue. And not a lot else. But then after you do the Arkham quests, you have the world quests to do, which, oh boy. (laughs) Yeah, and I've been, the, the world quests I've been actually churning out pretty good. I've got, uh... What did I just do? I think I just did, like, I did the one where you get Paimon's um, food fund. I just finished that today, too. Yeah, villains. That one's so good. Yeah, that, that I was, that was like cute. That one. So I did do that one. I've done a lot. I did pretty much everything with the Institute. And I've done a, a handful of other ones. I don't think you ones. can do unfinished comedy yet. At least I didn't do unfinished comedy until I finished the Archon Quest. I cannot finish. No, there, w- one of the acts for unfinished comedy is locked behind the Archon Quest. So yeah, I cannot yeah, so finish that one. Yeah, I've done. I've done like one of the. Yes, I did everything for the institute. There's another one that I'm working on, and then one of them is locked up. So I'll get around to it. I'll finish the Archon Quest first because uh, I really just want to, uh, and that'll also help unlock a lot more things. But I think I both my areas are like 94, like like 93 percent. I think unlocked. mine are like at 88, 92. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's solid progress. So I mean, we've got a lot of time, and even so, that that still feels relatively quick as far as finding things. Yeah. So I think no, my it's, statues currently yeah. at eighteen twenty five, and the fountains <laughs> at level thirty. Yeah, the fountains at thirty, and I've got like eighty or something more of the sigils that are ready to go. Like as soon as the update yeah. came, I had enough to max it out again. Goodness gracious! Yeah, I had to like look. I did that thing where I did, like, all the exploration, like, beforehand, and then I got the fountain maxed out, and then I did more of the full expression, got everything to 100, and then when the expansion came out, I already had so much, I just went to it, and it was like, bam, level 30, and I was done with it already. 
I'm not sure where my statue's at. I know I still got a handful I think, what of is the it? Is Hydroculon. it level 6? Is it 6, 1830? I have no idea. I'd have to recheck. Um, I know Neku DJing them in the... Uh, yeah, Neku was talking about it. I think it is might be 6, 1830. Yeah, somebody's got a hard uh, list of them somewhere. I know I'm only missing one of these spin crystals because I love collecting spin crystals. Like one of the first things I love to go get. But when I first, when the patch first came out, they didn't have all of them listed in the uh, interactive map. So now I had to like find them by chance. But now I have all of them except for like number like 111, I think. I think I'm missing like yep. one of them. Uh, yeah, but, it's 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 six twenty five thirty two, and fountain level thirty. Okay, so statue level six, then twenty five out of thirty two towards level seven. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not. I don't think my statue's level six yet. It might be. I have to go look. I know I got a handful of hydroca. I still got to dump into it, but there's one still in the old areas. I got to find, and then I think I still have two in the old area. I still have the missing two in the old area. I have one in the old area, and I'm probably just going to leave it alone until I get the resonance stone thing, whatever. Which makes me kind of yeah. mad because you can't, you know, those resonance stones, you know, you can't destroy them. Like, I made two. What do you mean? Like, oh, you made too many? I made one too many, and I can't get rid of it. It's just in my inventory forever. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I really just want to be able to just like burn it or trash it or just throw it away and the game's like nah nah you made it stay with you forever it's like i have every single collectible uh, yeah oh my ass uh but this is like <laughs> that's like i have every single dendroculi but i have one extra dendroculus resonance thing and i can't get rid of it and i'm so mad it's I like i'll make an extra one of the others so it's not alone mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so i want to get rid of this and i can't but then I also have, like, Paimon's Food Fund that I don't want to get rid of, but have every opportunity to. Uh, but I absolutely refuse to to use that because it, it's it's a cute little coin thing, and I want to keep it forever. I hope that—I would like to think that adorable. if we use it, it would—yeah, I would like to think if I use it, it would just turn into an empty Food Fund item in your inventory. But yeah, I'm scared— like something to put in your teapot. Yeah, but I'm scared to use it and find out. So um, if we get a teapot item— that says like Paimon's food fun, then I, then I'll use it. Then that'll be fine, but not until then. But that's gonna wrap. Up. Let's go on. Uh, let's go and dive into our question of the week for the week, since we are coming on an hour. Surprise! I didn't think it was gonna go that long, but we had a couple of question of the weeks to dive through. But I picked out this one from DJ because uh, I thought it might be kind of short. Uh, but the question of the week is: What's your when it positively has to be destroyed? Team comp. So if you have to go into something. And it absolutely, positively, 100% has to die. What team do you use? Well, this is a very easy answer. It's my wonderful All Hatham Quicken team that I have talked about on numerous occasions. <laughs> and and who's all on your who's all on that team? Well, we've got All Hatham, and we've got Yaimiko, and we have Kazuha, and we have Fischl. So you got two electro batteries, Kazaha to swirl everything together, and then I'll hate them pretty much to Dendro and Yes. Well pretty much Fischl's a battery and then Kazuha is also a battery because my Kazuha has ER. Oh see like, I don't I wouldn't believe See, I don't have a Kazuha or a Yaimiko, so I have no knowledge about these characters at all. So how does that oh, yeah. work? Do you just do you like lead do you like drop like go in there and drop off like just throw out Oz and then Oz and then Yai's uh Yai's skill 
her burst if it's available. Then you know the tur- put the turrets down again. Mm-hmm. Then you know the stuff with Cosmog with the skill and burst. And then if if nothing if if you know because at that point you know sometimes it just you know everything will usually be dead by then. Yeah. Mostly well, I mean, oh, Hathorn's busted anyway. Kazuha has Electro Shred. Because, um, you know, Kazuha just shredding everything. So, you know, if there's anything left over, just pull out all Hathom and then just Dendro Explosion. I mean, yours sounds like so much more, like, in-depth and actually well thought out than, than mine. Like, I've got, like, my overworld team. Like, right now I'm running around with my Frost team. It is fine. It's fun. But um, it's not super, like, overpowered or anything. I know that whenever I go into, like, if I go into, like, a boss fight or, like, a domain or something, uh, my old rival team, again, is my is my shock and roll team, which is Ito, Goro, Zhongli, and then I use Kuki. Um, Kuki, just because her skill just keeps, like, healing for 4,300 nonstop, and it's constant electro uh, application, which means she's constantly generating, uh, She's one, she's doing uh, electro damage, but she's also generating more shield crystals because as long as that keeps going because she's c6 it goes on forever and then you just got zhongli shield goro is a buff and then ito i mean i just go full monkey mode and then just smack things over and over and over until they die and it's yeah it's it's a very monkey brain um team comp because it's like heal shield smack things and that's that's pretty much as the as complex as it gets it's a very very simple team yeah, but if, but if I had to say if it my have to kill something team that probably would be it. Uh, even though I like playing my other teams, like I like playing my my vape team with Daya and Yelan and Sucrose and Kokomi. Um, I like my Frost teams, but nah, the the Ito Geo team is definitely old reliable, and I would really like to get either an Albedo, and I'm really looking forward to get Navia and hoping that they can play into that as well. Um, because if I can get Kuki to make like a pure Geo team, that would be cool. And I hear that Albedo is really, really good. Yeah, yeah. That the fun thing about my Kazuo, I have him at C one, mm-hmm. and I also run Sacrificial Sword on him, so I can use his skill like three times, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, because so like you know his C one after he uses his burst, he gets his skill back. The mm-hmm. cooldown of his skill resets. Sacrificial Sword can proc off of that. Okay. Why? So, because the cooldown reset. Oh, okay. Weird. So you pretty much, after you use his burst, you immediately get his skill, and Sacrificial Sword can proc, can also then proc after you use the skill then. So it's either you get to use his skill two times before the burst, Mm -hmm. or two times after the burst, depending on when... Sack sword procs. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, because my sucrose I think has the sacrificial fragments, where like the book version of that. Yeah. And it's like when I hit my Yale, like sucrose usually gets off her LML skill like three times, and it's just fun just like blowing things up in the sky like three times in a row between Yaelan skill and Daya skill and everything else. So yeah, I guess I can see that. All right, so that was a good question. If you have your own question of the week, you can submit it on our Discord channel. We have a full question of the week section. Uh, throw it in there. We'll open up discussions we'll talk about it inside the actual discord channel and then sometimes we'll find some like this and we'll actually throw them on the episode themselves uh now that i'm looking at that i'm looking at the notes i realized i didn't do our social plugs at the, at the beginning of the episode before the news 
So you can join our Discord at discord.gg forward slash the resonance where you can submit things like our question of the week, talk to us about the episode, you can make memes and make fun of us, uh, all kinds of good stuff like that. Join in general discussion, ask for help, uh, ask for built team advice. We got a lot of people that know. Discuss lore. Discuss lore, <laughs> yep. Emerald will be here to be glad to sh- shed any kind of light on just about any amount of lore that you would need to, uh, to uncover. Uh, we got people that know artifacts, weapons, team builds, all kinds of stuff. Um, you can follow us, uh, the Discord on Twitter, at HoyoCast. Uh, also follow them on Twitch, at HoyoCast as well. You can follow me, at that Ranman. I need to actually start also, streaming again. Um, yeah, I, haven't I need to start it. streaming more. And yeah. you can follow me, at Emerald underscore Aaron. <laughs> That's right. Actually, I do have you followed on Twitch. I need to build like a like a Twitch, like a stream team. So that way, whenever you, any of us goes live, it plays up for for like our team, and that'll be good. Yeah, and you we could we could stream Genshin together. <laughs> we could, we could, yeah, we could do like co op bosses and stuff like that. And that would actually be kind of cool. That would be fun. Uh, so yeah, maybe once I get a camera and stuff going, then then uh, then we can actually do that. We can have some fun and maybe put up some extra content on the Discord or on the Twitter or whatever. That'll be fun. I, no, I approve of that idea. We'll dive into that. Absolutely. So, <laughs> yep. But that's going to wrap us up this week. Uh, this has been episode 76 of The Resonance. We hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we are still pending on word on the potential video game strike from the uh, the video game section of the whole SAG-AFTRA uh, voice actor and writer thing. Uh, fortunately, nothing has gone, has like, you know, been pushed forward through that on yet. So we are going to keep pumping out our episodes as long as that's live. Uh, so let's hope that things get resolved without it, uh, without push coming to shove. So with any amount of luck, uh, we will see you next week with episode 77. And you guys take care, good luck on your pulls, and we will see you then. Uh, Ad Astra, Abyssos. Ad Astra, Abyssos.